Hello and welcome to the ACS Nano podcast for April 2014. This is Elizabeth Cole, Product Development Associate at ACS. I'm here with my colleague Heather Tierney, Managing Editor for ACS Nano, to talk about some of the latest research from the journal. Hi Elizabeth, it's great to be here. Today we feature an interview with researchers at Purdue University about a new method for understanding edge contacts in few-layer graphene. Graphene and other related two-dimensional materials have attracted a great deal of interest in the research community due to their unique mechanical, optical, and electrical properties. In order to tune these materials towards specific applications, combinations of stacked materials are being explored to accomplish desired properties. However, in using these materials, it is important to understand the contacts between the individual stacked layers. Today, Professor Ji Hong Chen and first author Tao Chu join the podcast from Purdue University to tell us about their work using a new method to help understand edge contacts in few layer graphene. Hi, Ji Hong and Tao. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Heather. Can you start by telling our listeners a little more about why edge contacts are so important and your group's interest in understanding them? Thank you for your interest in our new paper. And as you just mentioned, that 2D materials have uh, attracted a lot of attention and interest from the community. And nowadays, we actually have um, like more than graphene. We have a large class of uh, two-dimensional layer materials, which have commonalities in the sense that they all have unique implant physical properties. And at the same time, that the weak interactions between layers make it possible to exfoliate them into atomic layers. Since these two-dimensional materials come from different periodical table groups, they can offer very different material properties. And we actually realize, or even the community actually all realizes, stacking these two-dimensional building blocks together and creating artificial structures with integrated properties can actually lead to an exciting paradigm. Like in normal devices, making good contacts is extremely important. And we realize it is even more important to make good contacts in devices using these layered materials. And since the layer-layer interaction I just mentioned is rather weak in these layered materials, the conventional top contacts cannot access all layers in the stack, and making side contacts is a good solution. And this is what we actually addressed in our paper. And in your paper, you chose few-layer graphene to study and tested a new contact scheme for your graphene devices. Can you tell us more about the method you used and how your fabrication differed from previously studied few-layer graphene devices? Yes. I will actually give a justification why we need to make the edge contacts, and Tao is going to tell you about um, how he made these contacts. So it is well understood in the conventional devices with the top contacts that the current injection only occurs within a small distance close to the contact and the channel edge. And this is actually evident from a device with one micron long contacts sharing the same current levels with a device using 500 nanometer long contacts, for example. And this short current injection length is defined as a transfer length for high-mobility channel materials like graphene or other two-dimensional materials, this transfer length is on the order of 100 nanometers or shorter. That requires the edge contacts to be made within this transfer length reproducibly, which is quite a challenge for current lithography alignment schemes. And so that's why in our paper, we actually introduced a novel edge contact fabrication scheme. We used few-level graphene as an example 
that we show our self-aligned lithographical approach can actually reproducibly fabricate edge contacts to all graphene layers in the stack. And by controlling the resist development time, we can determine the desired contact length with higher accuracy. And our method modifies the conventional lithography and takes advantages of its flexibility and large application windows. And now I'm going to pass the phone to Tao so he can actually talk about his detailed experimental approach for this edge contact fabrication. So first we fabricated a graphene field effect transistor containing conventional top contacts. Device characteristics and the contact resistance were measured. Then we try to make edge contact on the same graphene channel. So a direct comparison could be made between the two contact types. Here is our unique fabrication procedures. First, we use one lithography stipe to open a window in the PMMA resist. Half of this window overlaps with the previous defined top contact, and the other half lands on the graphene channel. Then, uh, oxygen plasma will apply to etch the graphene in this window and disconnect the graphene channel from the original thought string contact. This etching also exposed fresh carbon bonds and their chemical reactivities were very high. Then we developed the PM window further to expose actual uh, graphene area. We show in our paper the length of this actual area could be precisely controlled by the overall developing time. After this, we deposited new metal contacts and did the lift off. As a result, we can create fresh graphene edges with an extra controlled area for reliable substring contacts. Then we measured the characteristics of the edge-contacted graphene devices, and we found the contact resistance to be two times lower than the conventional top-contacted devices. This is completely due to the new edge-contacted scheme I just de described, which allowed us to access all graphene layers in the stack directly. So how will this method translate to other 2D materials? So the same fabrication method that Tao just described can be copied to other materials. So because of the resist we are using is a common e-beam resist that all device fabrication methods actually are using. So there is almost no specialty in graphene that is required for this method here. And what's next for your group along the lines of this work? We are actually currently repeating this method on different devices with different development time, and we would like to expose the graphene area for optimal contact resistance. And because uh, Tao actually in the paper showed that uh, he can control the over-development time from zero to 100 seconds with greater reproducibility. So we are currently looking at the contact resistance as a function of the development time. Well, great. Thank you both again for joining the podcast today to tell us about your research. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the April 2014 ACS Nano podcast, and thanks to Ji Hung Chen and Tao Chu for joining us today. Be sure to tune in next month for more highlights from ACS Nano. Thank you.